Has this ever happened to you or does this story sound a little bit familiar? You just had an email or a phone call from a prospect and they look like they would be the perfect fit for your portrait studio. They sounded excited to work with you. They said they you were the first choice as the photographer. They didn't mind your prices and they loved your styling. Everything looked great. Then you get off the phone call and you respond to the email. You do a little fist pump in the air. You're super, super excited. And you start thinking about all the great images that you're going to create for them. And then you send an email to follow up and there's crickets. You never hear from them again. This is a pretty common scenario in the photography industry. Let's talk about that today on the podcast. This is Focal Points, hosted by Dory Howell and brought to you courtesy of Enphoto. Let's go ahead and get started. So the scenario that I just described in the opener about getting an inquiry and everything sounds great and they love your work and they love your pricing and everything just seems to be falling in line and then you never hear from them again is something that happens all the time in the photography industry. And I would dare to say that it happens all the time in the service industry. It doesn't matter really what industry you're in, is the fact that people inquire and then if they don't like what you have to say or what you have to offer, they fake it when you're on the phone or in the emails and everything, but where the truth, the, you know, where the, the money hits the road, so to speak, is that you never hear from them again and they never hire you. That's so, so common. And so what you might do, you send them a follow-up or two, and maybe you even, you know, call them, who knows what your follow-up process looks like right now, but they never respond. You never get anything back from them. And what's up with that? After all, they called you. They chose you. They wanted more information about how to work with you, yet they ghost you faster than Casper on Halloween. And this happens all the time. You see it every day in Facebook groups. It causes so much frustration because you're like, why did they waste my time, first of all? And if they didn't want to hire me, why didn't they just say that up front? And it's not something that you're going to hear from a lot of clients, especially in this culture. You're not going to hear people say, thank you so much for your time. I'm not, this isn't going to work for me right now. I wish you the best. We don't have a cordial way of dealing with that in our culture without getting offended, hurt, that type of thing. And so a lot of people don't know how to say no to us when they don't want to hire us. So they don't. But here's the thing. Many times we think that there's nothing that we can do about having them hire us. But I, I kind of disagree. Many times we think that someone doesn't hire us because they didn't want to work with us. But stick with me here. Did you ever consider that maybe, just maybe, life got in their way? And they became busy. They lost your information. Maybe they decided to just postpone the session or they simply forgot about it. You know, especially if you're getting those inquiries late at night. And I've been guilty of doing this, sending off inquiries or sending off questions in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. And when it, when I wake up and I'm clear headed, I kind of realize, oh, I don't really want to do that. Or I don't want to spend the money on that. It's nothing personal. I just, it's not right for me at this time, but it happens all the time. So what can we do? You know, what are we going to do about it, right? Here's the key. Many of us do not have really great follow-up processes in place that can run automatically. They can let people know, hey, I haven't forgotten about you. I know life gets in the way. I still want to work with you. I'm still here. And by creating a follow-up process that is genuine 
and includes empathy and understanding for the situation where they are in their life, it makes them more inclined that they want to reply to it. So here's the thing. Everybody sends emails in their follow-up system. Everybody, hey, haven't heard from you. Hey, you know, we get these all the time. Here's 10% off. I haven't, you know, your cart's still there open. Look at what major retailers do as their follow-up. See what works for you and resonates with you. And are you doing those things in your business? So here's a trick. I have a free download for you as a part of a podcast listening audience that gives you 25 ways to follow up. I'm not gonna go through 25 ways to follow up in this podcast episode. It's just too much time. But I want you to get this download because I believe so strongly in the follow-up process system that putting something in place, and I believe very strongly that you need to be creative in this day and age. You just can't look and sound like everyone else if you want to be successful. So please, please, please don't forget, go get that download. It's at nphoto.com slash podcast. Look for this episode, go into the show notes. The link will be there for you to access this download that will give you many different ways of how to follow up with your clients and will include the steps of what we're going to go through here so that you don't feel lost. I hate it. I hate feeling lost and I don't want you all to feel lost. So go get that download. All right. So good. Housekeeping's out of the way here. So here's the thing. Do you have a current follow-up process in place? Simple yes or no answer. It's not like, well, kind of, eh, no, yes or no. Do you have a current follow-up process in place? What does that process consist of? Is it just emails or do you provide a variety of things? How effective is it? Are people actually responding to this follow-up process? Do you get business from it? If it's not, if people aren't responding to it and it just seems like their emails going out and no one is contacting you back, no one is booking from them, no one is is acting on this follow-up process, I would say you probably need to look at it. So what can you do to make it better? And I would say what you can do to make it better is don't just have your follow-up process consist of a three email sequence that's sent out over a certain period of days and the last one saying, hey, I'm gonna delete you from my database, like that magic email formula. We can do better than that. We're creatives, right? We can do better with that in our business. So you want to reflect on how your current follow-up process is working and if it's not working very well, we need to change some things. So what are some of the follow-up ideas that can make you stand out? Like I said, I have a download that has 25 of them, but I am going to highlight a few of them here and talk about a few of them here today. So number one is email. Everyone sends follow-up emails. It doesn't matter even if you check out at Sephora, they're still gonna send me a follow-up email. So you need to have emails as, as a part of your follow-up process. And you wanna have them be written creatively, you want to have those things ready to go and you hit the switch so they're sent out automatically. It doesn't take you a lot of time, but they get sent out. Being in people's email boxes is something that's super important right now. But is email necessarily going to make you stand out when it comes to your follow-up process? I'm going to say no, it isn't. So here are a few other things that you can do. Remember to get the free download with all the ideas on the podcast show notes page, but here are a few that I want to address. So someone calls you and you share social media handles. If they are interested in booking you, follow them on social media, develop a rapport with them, a relationship with you. They will see those comments and 
a lot of times, if they've hired someone else in the process, you're going to see those images on their Instagram account. And that lets you know, hey, they moved on. That doesn't mean they're not going to hire you in the future. You just weren't the right solution for them at this point in time. So follow them on social media, right? If they're in a, a business that you have friends that may want to do business with them, refer clients to them. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you send someone my way, I'm going to look at your you as a business owner and your business a little bit differently. You can refer clients to them. You can send them a small gift. Even if they don't hire you this time, they might hire you next time. And these are all things that are done in the business world that haven't really funneled into the photography industry. But these are very well-known ways of following up. Thank them for their time. Send them a thank you note. Even if they don't hire you, thank them for their time. Let them know that you are available to be of service of them when they choose to in the future. Develop that personal rapport with them. Nobody dislikes getting a thank you note. You can send thank you notes all day long. Personalized handwritten thank you notes are such a lost art. And when I get one in the mail, I really, really take notice of that. Your clients and your prospects will do the same. I promise. So there's are five ideas that you can do for your follow-up process. How you actually implement them is really up to you. There's no right or wrong way. I would just say, don't take too much time to do this. If you're sending out emails, if you're following them on social media, if you're referring people to them, if you're sending a small gift or a thank you note, don't wait too long. You can also do things like call them on the phone, invite them out for coffee, depending on how well you want to get to know them. If you think that's a a good use of your time, there's so many things you can do and so many ideas in that handout. So once you've gotten that list of 25 things you can do to follow up and set set yourself apart from the competition, I would love to hear from you about what new steps you are going to put into your follow-up process. Send me a direct message on Instagram. Send me an email. Let me know how you're going to change up your follow-up system to get more clients. I promise you it will work. I believe very, very strongly in getting this done. Creating a beautiful product line to show to our clients and present to our clients sometimes can be really difficult because the options seem endless. One thing that my clients love and what I offer everyone is the Complete Set by Enphoto. It's a three-in-one combo product that allows me to give them a beautiful presentation box, a USB, and also a book or an album of all their images from their event or their session. And it's something that is a hit every single time. If you're looking for samples for your studio, absolutely take advantage of the 75% discount that Enphoto offers all new clients. Head over to our show notes page and grab that sample discount today. So here are some pro tips to remember when you are implementing a follow-up process in your business. You need to remember people like to do business with others whom they know, like, and trust. How do they know, like, and trust you? What are you putting out into the world that develops those feelings towards your business and towards you now? It isn't just about the name of the business. It's about directly know, liking, and trusting the person that they are going to be working with. So a lot of ways that people are going to do that is what you put out on social media. So make sure you're putting out things that attract people to you, to make you trustworthy, to make you likable, so they can get to know you a little bit better. All those things are very important. 
People need to feel like they are valued. Your follow-up strategy should come from a place of caring for them as a person. It's not about how badly you wanted to get, you know, want to run their credit card. You want to you want to care for them as a person. And once you care for them as a person, and if you're a family photographer, once you care for their children, that is going to make all the difference in the world. So another thing we need to remember is you need to use a variety of follow-up methods. An email sequence that com- is comprised of three emails that are sent out, you know, wait day two, wait day three, and then you send the final one, isn't probably going to get you the results that you're looking for because it's just one method. If you send out an email sequence, then do a phone call, and then maybe refer a client to them, those three ways, they're going to be paying attention to you. You will have gotten their attention. So use a variety of these follow-up methods. I don't do the same thing for each client, and I think that's something to really consider. I know that there are some of my clients who don't really read their emails. So social media is going to be a more effective way. I know that there are some of my clients who aren't on social media, believe it or not. So they're going to read emails and maybe they'll want to meet for coffee or that type of thing. But use a variety of these follow-up methods that I suggest. And you need to send your follow-ups from an attitude and a place of wanting to help them. You are offering a service. You're not wanting to just this to be just purely transactionary. You want to come with them like, hey, you need this. I can help you with this. This is a problem for you. Let me help you. That will be more effective. Follow-up strategies need to be timed correctly. So you can't do everything all at once. So you can't send a follow-up email and then call them and then post to social media or follow them on social media all on the same day. Space these things out in a way that makes sense. So maybe you follow them on social media as you're talking. When you haven't heard from them, you send them their email sequence. And then maybe at the end of that, you send them a thank you note. That's three follow-up methods, but you can't do them all on the same day. Space them out appropriately. So when you're following up, you want to provide value. Give them a reason to open the email, a, a reason to click on that caption on that social media post or to return your phone call. It's not just like, hey, hey, haven't forgotten about you. Do you still want to hire me? That's not going to work. You need to let them know. So a, a valuable piece of email might be your style guide of how to prepare for their next portrait session. And some of you might be thinking, why would I send my style guide when they maybe are going to hire someone else? It's just a style guide, right? It's just clothing. Or you refer them to a great blog that does great things on styling. So there's different ways that you can do this, but you need to provide value. And then you always want to include a call to action or next step. People don't always know what to do next. We need to tell them. I don't always know the next step if I'm booking with a new hairstylist. So they need to know from you, oh, for me to hire Dory, I need to do this. And guess what? They might just do it. Keep your follow-up methods brief. The email doesn't have to be five paragraphs long. It could literally be three sentences. Keep it brief. Keep it light. Keep it in a way that they want to work with you. Don't make it too heavy. Don't overthink it. And then I think this is really important. You need to know when to stop. If you're never getting any response at all, 
It's okay to stop and then spend your time attracting new prospects. That's why I really like a follow-up system where the bulk of it is done through an email sequence or something that's automatic that I'm not having to spend a lot of time doing because there are people that will never follow up. They will never reply to an email. They're just going to put it in the trash and they're never going to want to talk to you again. So knowing when to stop is super important and making sure that this isn't taking a huge amount of your time all the time is another way that you need to strike balance in your company. Now, here's the key. A lot of people think that following up feels salesy in a negative way. It feels awkward. It feels pushy. But the fact of the matter is, it's statistics have shown that people need at least seven or more. And I would say now in, the, in social media, they need 12 or more touch points with a brand before they commit to buying, especially if they don't have experience with that brand before. Diversifying your follow-up process, which could include ads, emails, coffee time, gifts, value-added pieces of information, it diversifies where they see your name, and it gives you more name recognition, and it gives them a way to trust you, even if they're not paying you for that. So for me personally, I have my social media, I have my website, I have my magazine covers that I do for a local magazine here. And then there's other ways that I get out into the public and meet people. And they usually by the time they hire me, they have seen my name several times. And there's, you know, referrals and testimonials and all those different things. And so they're, they're familiar with me already before they actually hire me because I'm not a cheap photographer. And I know that at my price point, I need to work a little bit harder to gain people's trust and that's okay, but it's all part of a plan. So I don't want you to be afraid of following up. When people contact you, they should expect that you are eager for their business. You need to act like you're eager for their business. Following up shows them that they are important to you and that you want to work with them. It's okay to follow up. It's okay to send those emails. You're not being pushy. At one point in time, they wanted to work with you. Give them the privilege of knowing that you want to work with them and give them the the easy steps that they need to make that happen. So be sure and go and download this follow-up guide where you'll have lots more ideas of how to follow up, step-by-step ways to put a follow-up plan in place. And I promise you, it will be one of the best things that you do for your business. Now, thank you to our host and our sponsors for this podcast and photo. We love them so much. Go check them out, order a sample from them if you haven't done so already. You can get the links to all that in the show notes page. Have a great day and we will look forward to seeing you next time on the Focal Points Podcast. Hey everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the program. I have a quick request. If you've enjoyed this program or enjoyed other programs that we've brought to you courtesy of Focal Points and InPhoto, I would love for you to head over to Spotify or iTunes and leave us a review. These help us more than you know when it comes to getting the word out about the program and how we can help other photographers who might be dealing with some of the same struggles that you are. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your review today.